Our joyful reading is in Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, starting to read at verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever. For as he promised our ancestors. This is the word of the Lord. Please keep your Bibles open. We might need to look at a verse or two before the reading. Let's pray. Lord, please help us, each one of us, to believe and trust you in difficult times. Amen. What do you think about Mary and her call from God? This passage is her response, not just to the call, but to the prophetic confirmation of it afterwards. It's a psalm of praise, joy, said not sung, shared in the presence of Elizabeth, believers together. It's praise, prophecy, it's messianic, it's worship, it's revealing, celebrating what God has done, his character and actions and what he's about to do for Israel and the world. He has regarded and looked on her humble state as he did on his people enslaved in Egypt and announced his plan for that exodus. Uh, to bring them out of physical and spiritual bondage into freedom. God saw, he cared, and he acted, and he still does. It's not about her. The context, could we have the uh, brill? Thanks. It's an egg timer. The top represents B.C., before creation. Jesus foreknown, hidden. His birth, his death, his resurrection, arranged in the Godhead before the foundation of the world, is about to be revealed. A lamb, as if slain from before the foundation of the earth, Revelation 13. It's the Old Testament, the top half. The fall, death, God's nature, promises, plans revealed, bit by bit, law, prophecy, wisdom, covenant, human experience, the promised seed of Abraham in, whom, in whom all nations will be blessed right in the middle of the egg timer. About to be revealed naked and unadorned. And the bottom half is the New Testament. 
The revelation, the experience of God's love in Jesus Christ, his birth, death, resurrection, ascension, teaching, the love in whom all nations, all people of the earth can be blessed, rescued, redeemed, restored, reconciled. A joyful moment. In the middle, in the gap, Jesus, the single effective seed of Abraham, carried in the life and body of a young virgin called Mary. The purpose of the egg timer looks good and it's beautifully made, but the purpose is to serve the egg. It's all about the egg, not the timer. And so with Mary, so with us. It's all about Jesus. And for a few short months, about nine, God and man are united in the body of a humble Jewish girl right in the middle of the history of the universe. And the second context is a little different. The dream of every Jewish mother at Passover, apparently, Elijah will come to my house, take his cup, and announce to the world that my son is to be the Messiah. The angel Gabriel had been sent to Mary in uh, verses 26 to 45, and Mary is greatly troubled by his greeting, favored one, the Lord is with you. You'll conceive the Son of God, Jesus, Savior, eternal King of Israel. His kingdom, unending in time and scope, all nations involved. Her response? How? How? Not wow. It's not WhatsApp or the telly. It's how. It's a fair question for anyone considering answering any call from God. Gets a straight answer. And the answer is not the whole story all at once. It's in two parts. The answer, God's part, and wise, inspired believers' part. Gabriel explains the Holy Spirit's role and says that cousin Elizabeth has conceived a miracle child too. And this is her sixth month. Hint, go and see Elizabeth. Mary replies one of the most moving, profound expressions of faith. Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Be it to me as you have said. Was that Mary's motto? I'm the servant of the Lord. Be it to me as you have said. And she rushes off in haste to her cousin Elizabeth. I know a curate who said to the bishop, I'll go anywhere you like as long as it's Somerset. And I went to see her installed in a parish in Yorkshire. I'm the servant of the Lord. Off she goes to Elizabeth. What's on Mary's mind? Fear, perhaps? Physical, social things? A child without marriage, without a father. A lot to lose. Reputation, home, community, her fiancé, any husband, perhaps. Who will support me and the child? Will Joseph believe me? Will my mum? Will my rabbi? Where will we live together alone? 
the two of us. Rejection? Being despised? She goes to Elizabeth. Liz already knows. Liz already knows. The Spirit has told her just in time. And she gives this wonderful, approved, prophetic encouragement. Blessed are you and the fruit of your womb. Was it like that? Blessed are you and the fruit of your womb. It's an excitement. It's joy. That the mother of my Lord should come to me. And her baby, John, in utero, identified by Jesus as Elijah, leaps for joy. His prophetic identification of Jesus, behold, the Lamb of God, has started at a very early age indeed. Liz knows Mary's faith. She says, blessed is she who believes there will be a fulfillment. There will be a cost, but there is a purpose. And Liz delivers this prophetic encouragement, confirmation from God for Mary's issues. She gets three, actually, not just two. (laughs) Do we give prophetic words of encouragement? Do we expect and seek this edification of the body of believers? It seems we do. Signs and words encouraging her to trust the rest of what Gabriel has told her. She's not alone. Liz understands. God understands and helps. Joseph has a remarkable dream. As well as direct inspiration, God used women, two women, two believers, to strengthen and encourage each other. Zechariah didn't get a word in. At the Lord's circumcision, Simeon and Anna speak more confirmation of God's call, Jesus' role, and Mary's suffering. A sword shall pierce your heart also. Bring up the child to go to the temple at 12. Will he return? Is this like Hannah and Samuel? To leave home after the miracle at Cana, when Mary gives the instructions to the people, do whatever he tells you. Her motto again. See him start a wandering ministry. See him die in front of you in the most horrible way. See that he's risen from the dead, the living proof of her life's work. A very tough call indeed, suffering and purpose of the very highest value in time and eternity. I'm your servant in a tradition of servants of the Lord. Moses, Joshua, Elijah, Cyrus, Jesus himself. And we too are servants of God. He calls us friends because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. But really and truly we don't always know, do we, what our master wants. Mary accepted straight away. Moses and Jeremiah objected, and like Isaiah, they received confirmatory signs, as Mary did. Mary believed, like Alice, six impossible things before breakfast, it appears. Obedient, but not proud of her calling, because her response when she receives God's reassurance through Liz is joyful 
worship. It's all about the Lord. Joy overflowing at God's confirmation of his call to her and her task. My soul praises the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble estate of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. My changes to his servant. All generations should call me blessed. Well, that's prophetic. People do call her blessed. My diary does. It's to serve the egg, not the timer. He who is mighty has done great things for me and will do so. Escape from Herod. Provision of gold. Very useful for a refugee family in Egypt. He is holy. He is merciful. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud. He has cast down the mighty. He has exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, not just enough porridge to get by on. He has sent away those who think they don't have any needs. He has helped his servant Israel. Four exoduses, or exodee. He spoke to Abraham, made covenants with him and Isaac and Jacob, and kept them by his wonderful covenant, loving kindness, faithful to his word, which is being fulfilled as Mary speaks. Thirteen things about God, and two and a half about herself, two of which are straightforward praise, and one, after that expression of praise and joy, one about her role. Does my worship resemble that in private, even in public worship, inspired by God's spirit and truth? It's a psalm to remind us of God formed in her in one sense and formed in us in another sense. Now, she was and we are different. In different ways, we are channels of God's peace to the world. She's not promised it would be easy, and neither are we. She accepted God's call. Are we aware of God calling us, telling us to do something different now? Is he calling me to do something different? Probably sit down. Is he calling me, any of you, to do something different just now? Three months of encouragement. And then she's off. Liz is ready to deliver John. Mary goes off. What's she going to do? Tell Joseph. And start her task. Get on with the job. Her job. Our job. To be channels of God's peace, joy, and hope. God in Christ Jesus to be made known to the world in his perfect time. May God show each one of us how he wants us to serve and encourage and enable us to do so. Amen.